So what you saying? Money. Get out my business. Okay. What other tea do you bring? So, oh my God. <laughs> Saving the best for last. Oh my so, God. So I know here on Eric Don't Watch uh, Reality TV. All right, good. I but can start typing now. <laughs> Real Housewives of Potomac. If y'all are like me and watched last Sunday's episode, you are on the edge of your seats because let me just say this. This season started off real catty. I'm just like, if y'all going to be in drama with the first episode, I can't continue to watch this show. But I, I kept watching it. So we have two main characters. Well, three. We have Wendy Osefu, who was the first Nigerian in Real Housewives of Potomac. Africa. She's an she's an AKA. That's, that's important if you don't know that she's an AKA, um, and she's a professor at the John at the John Hopkins University. She's a CNN commentator. Um, she has five degrees. We'll let you know that she has a PhD. She's a doctor, right? So then we have the villain, her sorority sister Giselle, who was the former first lady to a, a pastor who cheated on her with several women across the Atlanta. The I, feel like, I feel like you didn't have to add all that, but okay. It's important because they're sorority sisters. And this is why I'm laughing at the Delta because that's what they did. That's why we separated. Um, but anyways, so. Hey, oh my so, uh, God. Anyways, shots fired. <laughs> uh, so anyways, so if y'all been watching, Wendy has gotten her body done. Um, she's had three kids. And, you know, sometimes when you're doing a breastfeeding, you know, the titties start here and they end up down here. So hey, she man. has gotten them putting back right up here. Oh, mommy makeover. Nice. Yes, and she also got her butt done because well, she was the first makeover. African I've ever seen with an ass like this that didn't have a curve or anything to it. After having three children, I'm just like, you not Af- what food are you eating? Are you eating kind of yeah? Like what are you eating? She's like not she's not eating. she just she's didn't not have anywhere. a booty at all. So she has a booty now. It's not it's not excessive, which is good. It looks natural. Tiny. That's what you want. So in the show. She's very, in this season, she's very revealing. She's, she calls the two happiness. And you will see happiness in every outfit that she wears. You will see that top little peak in every shirt she wears. Um, she's really showing her body. And her, her reasoning behind it was that she felt that because she's a public commentator, she's a professor at John Hopkins University, that she's put into this box where she cannot be sexy and be an educator or and be a, or and be a commentator. So she wanted to show women that you can do both you can go to work as a professor in your suit and suit outfit and then go to the club later on that night and shake your ass so she was that was her interpretation that she wants to show that one she's she's a mother that had to that gave to her kids and then receive you know it, it you know messed up the body but she took care of it and got back sexy but here's my problem with her sorority sister Giselle Giselle says Last year, you had substance. So she told her when she didn't have no body done and she wasn't like boobs and showing her outfit. She said, last year you had substance. This year, I'm not sure what's going on. That's what she told her in front of a whole bunch of girls. And when I tell you, Wendy was not here for it. She wasn't here for it. On top of that, Giselle had brought up a rumor. And this is the problem, women. Like, <laughs> if you a true friend Uh-oh. to somebody, Uh-oh. and if, you, if I heard a nasty rumor about my best friend, I'm definitely not going to have a conversation in front of other people. I'm going to pull that friend to the side and have that conversation with her. But here's Giselle's problem because she likes reality TV. And this time she picked the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Giselle takes it upon herself to go to a table full of women and say, 
and and talk about Wendy's husband. There's an allegation that he has a baby by another woman. Allegations. Oh, no. Allegations. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't know that it's true or not. But Wendy wasn't even here for it. Wendy said, don't let these cameras fool you. I will beat you. <laughs> she said, I will beat your ass. And she said so much more and dragged this woman. And my, this is a sorority. To- but hey, so can I tell you a funny story? So Shawnee used to go to this particular guy's church when she was in D.C. She went to Jamal's church? Yes. And Shawnee t- re- regales me of the story of how... Did y'all talk to her too? Hey, <laughs> listen. Regale the, sto- regale the story. She said, in the middle of service, some woman came down and was like, I'm pregnant with Joe back <laughs> in the middle of service. Shawnee said, after that, she, she dipped. She was like, Giselle, I am not... Giselle's so busy talking about everybody else in her own household ain't even in order. It's not. Like, it's not. And Wendy let her know that Everything that's happening to you, meaning why he's cheating on you, why he's sleeping with half of Atlanta, is because of the energy you put out. And Wendy read her for filth. Like, I mean, it was all over the, like, Twitter, Facebook. She dragged this woman in, and she needed this because Giselle is a bully. She's a grown-ass woman who bullies people. She has three children of her own, two sets of twins and an older daughter. She is a bully. And I'm so happy that somebody's finally put her into her place. This show is not about you, Giselle. If you're watching this, and I hope you do watch this, this show is not about you, Giselle. You need to fix your own household before you question anybody's Mm. relationship because you're in shambles and it shows. Look at how you're dressing. You dress like you're, like, homeless. Like, I know they're giving you some type of money on this Bravo show. You got to make some type of money. Like, come on. And you're a pretty woman. And you should not be dragging your sister, Kays. Because that's what y'all do. Y'all drag each other. Y'all be talking about each other, fighting each other. That's what y'all do. Like, that's terrible. And Wendy, you keep showing that body. Because I don't know what it's like to bear a child. And I don't know what, what you went through. But you look gorgeous. And I'm happy that you can still do both. Because, and that's my question. Do y'all feel like if you're in a role like... So then a woman made a comment was like, you don't see Michelle Obama doing that. Come out. She was a first lady of, of the yeah, United States. First, first <laughs> it's, a huge, first black. it's a huge difference. <laughs> like there's, there's been plenty of professors at John Hopkins that are black. So calm down. But do y'all feel like you're able to do both if you hold a high role in some type of leadership, whether you're a professor or you're a high-end lawyer, you're a doctor, do you feel like you cannot have another side to you? I mean, it's not that you can't have another side to you. It's more of what is socially accepted of that other side. Why, who's, who's making that? See, no. And, and, and I'm... Wait, sheesh, who's making that? Who's, who's saying that? Who says I, that it has to be... I, I'm on your side. Relax. God oh, damn. Okay, I was like, <laughs> sure, don't start. I said, no. The, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, the, the, the problem it lies in what the social standard has been set and who set that standard. Now, in the past, a lot of the socially acceptable standards have been set by men and predominantly by men. And that falls into a conversation we'll have later. But in this situation, 
it, it just doesn't fit the scheme from a standpoint of yeah. a comic books or superheroes. Wonder Woman isn't some fancy thing. She's a secretary. Peter Parker, who saves all of New York, is a is a is a photographer. Like it just goes against the norm for you to have yeah. a title of importance and also be this free loving character. So they have to live this double standard life. But I feel like people like her make it easier to do it. Like me and Eric both work in healthcare, but we have a we have a talk show that we do every day. So I think like it just takes time for people to better understand the importance of being able not to be two people, but being comfortable being the same person everywhere you go. Yeah. Why, but why is it a problem for a person to finally feel comfortable in their own skin again? Like I, I that I don't have a problem with you know what I mean? Listen, having kids does something to uh, to a lot of women mentally, yeah. not just their body, just mentally. Yeah, the, the postpartum. She even said that she had postpartum because she felt like she wasn't sexy. That was like an issue for her, and she overcame yeah. that. Yeah, I, I've even had the conversation with my own wife. She's like, "We have kids." She says, "Hey, listen, I know kids destroy one's body. Are you okay with me going and getting the twins fixed?" I'm like. Yeah, if that's going to make you feel good, I don't care about that. Like, some things are just I have to be fixed that way. It is what it is. Like, I don't see what the problem is. And if she, Absolutely. listen, if you, if you look good, you feel good, and you want to you show it off, like, I'm not But necessarily... I also feel like, and, is, and, and that draws to the question as who is, does she want to get the twins fixed because she wants to look good or because that's what society has told her? And that's sort of no. the thing. Yeah. And a lot of times, and I hear that because I know a lot of people who I know a lot of people aren't famous, a lot of people from high school who have gotten their bodies done. Um, and where I see that they work, whether they're working in clubs, doing bottle service, and use that to their advantage to make money. I've known strippers from TF North that left and got their bodies done. You know, Shout out to if that's TF what they needed strippers. to do to make ends meet, then that's what they needed to do. There's no judgment on that. You know, I feel like when a woman does something to their body, it's obviously either one, there's something they didn't like about it, or two, they need to do something so that way it can attract something that they are trying to get into. Like I said, strip clubs. That's the number one place you'll see most of the fake bodies when they have because Valley, but it's that's the way exactly that's an easy that's an easy way to have three houses. Two in Atlanta, one in Texas. <laughs> like it's easy. Easy money. So I mean, at the end of the day, it goes to anything in terms of like even your sexual your sexual orientation. That's your choice. Yeah, that's a choice that you made to do to yourself. You don't you don't owe anybody conversation about what you've done to your body. You don't owe anybody a conversation. And it's almost and it brings me back to a conversation I had with one of my friends about transgender people and how she was saying they don't owe you anything to tell you that they're transgender. And I'm like, yes, they do, because they cannot take my choice away. If I fall if I fall in love with a man that I think is a man and later on down the line he's like I was I was a female, he took my choice away. Because I don't want to be with a female. I want to be with a man who was born that way. That's my choice. He doesn't owe me an explanation as to why he changed. Why she changed into, you know, into a man. She doesn't owe me that. But she does owe me my choice. That's a choice that they're taking away from me. That's important. But that's that's another conversation. But yeah. yeah. So Wendy, I can't wait to watch the next episode. Because Giselle was like, in the, in the preview, she was like, can, can I talk to you? Oh, now you want to talk to her. Hold on. Nah. You've been doing too much talking already. You've been doing way too much talking. She said, I'm going to beat your ass. She said, I will beat your ass with these cameras on here. I was like, the African. Yes. The African. I can appreciate it. Let's team with me. 
Well, that was a that was a joyful, hot, and a lot of lot of mixed flavors in that cup of tea today. I I appreciate it. But hey, full is worth eight. Hey, that's tea with Nafi. My name's Cheryl. That's Eric. But for all it's worth, Eric, where can they find us and get some more? Right here on tea? Twitch, right here. Are you guys it's- still friends with YouTuber? Yeah, I mean, we got three. No, we got three people watching right now on YouTube. We fucks with it. Yeah, we good. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, man. I, I think those you three know? people have some type of issues. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Twitch, Twitch is where it is. Way more interactive. I feel like the stream looks better over here. I feel like we can do way more over here. Less judgmental over here. Oh, it is. It's a lot more free over free and less restrictive over here, based on the conversations that we've been allowed to have on this platform. So make sure you go ahead and follow us on Twitch. Hit that heart, hit the bell, hit that purple button that says subscribe. You know you don't want to see commercials. I mean, so just do that. Make it happen. And then you go over, hit the link tree. If you want to go over and watch us on YouTube, you're fine. You know, we'll, we'll still stream on YouTube. Facebook, we up on that too, man. We're working on TikTok and Instagram. We are chugging along. We'll be there eventually. So make sure you hit that link tree. That's where we at. And uh, we appreciate all that. Action down in the comment section. But it's so hard to find through the daily grind. We're working overtime. And I'm sleep deprived. Shorty on the line and we fuzz and fight. Seems like every night. Don't care who's wrong or right. I hope the end is like slow it down and we can catch the vibes.